Do you love to read but struggle to see print? Bookshare is a nonprofit ebook library that makes reading easier for people with low vision or blindness. Members can read in ways that work for them with ebooks in audio, large print, and digital braille. Get unlimited access to over 1 million titles, including New York Times bestsellers, periodicals, upskilling books, and more. Bookshare is free for New York Public Library patrons or U.S. students with a qualifying disability. For more information, visit bookshare.org today. Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the content creators and should not be assumed to reflect product endorsements or the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Or depending on what time zone you're in, it could be morning, it could be evening. My name is Ron Miller. I am the blindness technology product specialist with Vispero, and I get to be your presenter today at the ACB Communities webinar or in the ACB Communities webinar. Uh, if you were coming expecting Jeff Bazer, I am sorry for the disappointment. He had another obligation which uh, took precedent. It was not his decision. It was uh, a work decision that was, uh, <laughs> that was made for him. So I am pinch hitting today for Jeff and uh, hopefully you'll get him back soon to do another webinar for you because I know he's a lot of fun to have and a lot of fun to listen to. So for today, you get me though, and I'll do the best I can with what I've got. Today, we're going to talk about um, a number of things. The The topic is five troubleshooting tips with JAWS. And uh, I, I found out about this just fairly quickly. So I've got some troubleshooting tips. And if we have more time, we'll move in and talk about related things as well. And I think we're going to have some time because five tips goes by pretty quickly. Even if I speak very slowly and put you out of sleep, it's still going to be pretty quick. But let's talk about some things. And I think originally we talked about doing this with JAWS, but I'm going to also touch on Braille for a couple of reasons. I am sort of um, now stereotyped as the Braille guy and have been for, <laughs> what, 17 or 18 years. Um, and I want to be sure that we we include those who are using our Braille displays and others. So um, let's let's look at troubleshooting tips there as they affect your, your JAWS usage and other usage. Okay. So I'm going to start us with a, it has been a common issue with some people who have a focused Braille display. And they will call our tech support folks, or they'll send emails, or I see it on the paperless Braille display list. People will say, my focus is broken. It's not working. I'm pressing keys, and nothing happens. I'm pressing the controls, and nothing happens. And they're certain that their focus Braille display is broken. And um, what happens often, since the, the displays are either carried in a soft case, the cases. um pliable on top, buttons get squished, <laughs> the, the display is carried powered up, and there are a couple of commands that will actually lock the Perkins Braille keys and all controls in a fifth generation focus, or if you have the previous older focus uh, that came out in, in 2012, then there's a command that locks just the Perkins keyboard. So uh, you can't lock all the controls, but you can lock the Perkins keyboard. And if if the case is squeezed just right, it's been stuffed into a backpack, a briefcase, a messenger bag, and um, the right pressure is put on it by other stuff, or if the thing is sitting and, and gets smushed in just the right way, then what happens is those commands can be inadvertently 
issued to the focus and it'll be locked. So let's talk about unlocking the focus. If you don't have a focus braille display or you already know this, just bear with me. We'll get through it pretty quickly. But I want people to know because it is something that can happen. And from the calls that we've gotten over the years, uh, it, it happens fairly easily. So we we didn't put out a hard shell case for the device. and It, it just does happen. So the focus blue braille display, the fourth generation, the last generation that came out prior to the current one, um, has one locking feature. And that feature is that the Perkins keys, the Braille Writer style keys can be locked. And that can cause some confusion. So if you encounter this to unlock these keys, the Braille keys, all you have to do is press any cursor router button on that line of buttons behind the cursor, uh, behind the, sorry, behind the Braille display. And while you're holding down the cursor router button, you press the right nav mode button. That will unlock the Perkins keys. Now, there are times you might want those Perkins keys locked, okay? You, you are going to, you're in the midst of taking notes. I do this. This is why I say this. Uh, you're taking notes. You're at church. You're at a meeting at work. You are somewhere, and you're brailing away, and you've got to get up and move. So you want to carry the focus. You don't want to turn it off. You know, it's, it's Bluetooth uh, attached maybe to your laptop or tablet or whatever, but you need to get up and move, change seats or whatever. So you might want to lock your keyboard while you throw the cover over the top of the display, you don't want it entering keystrokes, right? So to lock the keyboard, um, it's just the opposite of what you did. You can press any cursor router button and you press the left nav mode button now. I hear somebody going, where is the nav mode button? The nav mode button is the little round button that's located just above the nav rocker. The nav rockers are those rocker switches that are located one at each end of the braille line. So. If you run your finger to the end of the Braille line, left side or right side, you'll feel the rocker switch. And immediately above or behind, if you, you, know, you move toward the back of the Braille display, you'll feel the little round nav mode button. So you'll press a cursor router key, press and hold it, and tap the nav mode button and release both of them. The left one to lock, the right nav mode button to unlock. Okay? If you have our current focus Braille display, you can lock the keyboard just as I've described. And you can also lock all controls. So it leaves every control locked except for the panning buttons. And uh, I, <laughs> I should do this. Um, the panning buttons, let's see. Yep, the panning buttons and rocker bars still work. So you're able to read through a file, navigate, navigate up and down a list, that kind of thing. But none of the other controls will work when you issue this command. It's a control lock. Um, there was a request made um, by some customers who wanted to have the the focus braille display become a very, very simple display that just had panning and line up, line down commands. So we we implemented that control. To lock, well, let me let me put it in the, the context we want. If you you find that your focus braille display, none of the controls work except for the panning buttons and the rocker bars on your fifth generation focus braille display. To unlock the keyboard and controls, what you're going to do is press and hold the menu button, okay? And the menu button is that button in between Braille key dots one and four, okay? So it's at the center of the top housing of the Braille display. It's behind the cursor routers. It's in between dots one and four. You're going to press and hold the menu button. And then you're going to press the right nav mode button. Yeah, we've been there before. And release. 
and that'll unlock the controls. Now, again, there might be a time you want to lock the controls and the keyboard. And this is actually the control, the command I use with the Focus 5th generation when I want to carry it around. In fact, when I carry my L Braille around, I'll leave it powered up. I want to move from one place to another, just, as I say, changing seats, going from room to room. And I don't want anything to, uh, to be entered. I don't want anything to happen if I've got an open document, that kind of thing. I'll use this command. And the way to lock all of the controls on your Focus Braille display, again, fifth generation, except the uh, rocker bars and the, the uh, panning buttons, is to press and hold the menu button and tap the left nav mode button, and then you release them all. Okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. So that's that's the first thing I wanted to bring up. If somebody thinks their, their Braille display is locked up and not working, this is what may be happening. Now, if you've got a Focus Braille display and it's exhibiting that characteristic, let me tell you how you can find out. When the Focus is not connected to anything and it's powered up, the status line appears. And the status line on a fourth-generation Focus Braille display will say uh, something like Focus 40, and then you'll see a version number. I want to say it's 5.71 or some such thing. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've read it. And then you'll you keep reading from left to right. You'll see a, a battery charge indication. It's, it's all in computer Braille. So uh, two, two digits from 0, 1 to 100 and a percent sign, which looks like a, uh, it's dots 146, looks like an SH sign. And there might be a circle if it's plugged into power because it's charging. And then as you move to the right, if it's not locked, the next thing you're going to see are those three little squares. Or if there is an active connection, but you've got the status line showing, you'll see USB or BT, right? USB or Bluetooth. If the keyboard on your fourth generation focus Braille display is locked, okay, if it's actually locked, you're going to see what kind of feels like a closed padlock. Now, the best representation we could do. And um, it's, it uses two cells. It's in between um, the, the charge indicator and those three blocks on the right, or USB and Bluetooth, you know, USB and BT. So it's it's the right, it's toward the right end of the Braille display. If you've got a Focus 14, you're going to need to press the right panning button to see this. But you'll see this padlock symbol, okay? And uh, it feels like a closed padlock. There's kind of a, a, a rectangular-shaped body underneath and a little hoop going up and over and down, like the hasp of a padlock. That will indicate to you that the keyboard is locked, okay? And you know that you can you can then perform that command, the cursor router and the right nav mode button. If you've got a fifth generation focus braille display, if you lock the keyboard, you'll see that padlock symbol, okay? If you lock the actual uh, all controls by pressing the menu button, whether you did it on purpose or on accident, you press the menu button and the uh, the left nav mode button, you'll also see that padlock symbol. Okay, just to let you know that it's locked. However, however, on the Focus fifth generation Braille displays, it is possible to invoke both lock features. You can lock the keyboard, and then you can lock all controls. Or the squishing of the top of your Braille display in your briefcase or backpack or whatever if you know, Uncle Fred or Aunt Ned accidentally sends books on top of it or something. If it's done just right, it can lock both of those. If both of those locks occur, 
Okay, so the keyboard lock is invoked, and then the uh, uh, the control lock is invoked. You'll actually see both lock symbols. Okay, so you'll know that something has happened. <laughs> um, you'll see the right side up padlock, and you'll see the upside down padlock symbol. Okay, difficult to do. It's hard to lock them both. But if somebody manages to get into that state, if you power up your Braille display with no active connections, you'll just see the status line and you'll see either one padlock. So you'll know to unlock it or you might see both. And so you'll know that both the keyboard lock and the control lock is invoked. And the thing to remember if that actually happens is that what you're going to do is you're going to um, you're going to unlock the control lock first. Okay, menu key with right nav mode button. Then you're going to unlock the keyboard. Okay? And you're going to do that by pressing any cursor router key and, <clears throat> excuse me, in the right nav mode button. Okay, so that's how you deal with those states if they should come up. Okay? Now let's move on. Sometimes it can happen that your computer might boot up and JAWS is supposed to start, and you get silence, absolute silence. There's no speech. This happened to me long, long, long ago when I was new with, uh, it was Blazy Engineering back then, Freedom Scientific, and um, I, had, I had to go to Germany for the company. <laughs> and uh, I booted up my, my giant Dell Latitude laptop, and it made all the right noises, and it came up, hard drive spun up, uh, floppy drive buzzed and clicked and there was no jaw speech and i i i didn't know what to do and i had the the very nice uh english speaking uh, hotel person come look at my screen and she couldn't figure out what it was of course and i ended up calling back to the u.s to ask for help i called our tech support folks and it turned out that um sometimes with these laptops when they booted up they muted sounds they took the sound level down system sound down to zero so i wasn't getting any jaws speech jaws was quite happily speaking away but the volume level was zero so they helped me fix that and i went about my business that happens it can still happen sometimes or uh, if you're sharing the computer somebody might say i don't want to hear all that speech and you're not there and they they go into the, the, the volume settings and they pull it down to zero or you might have done it for whatever reason and then you forget so whatever reason it is, you expect JAWS to come up talking and it doesn't and you do some keystrokes and you might <clears throat> do your JAWS hotkey. It doesn't seem like it's loading. It's very possible. System volume is down at zero. It's muted. If you've got a current version of JAWS or the last couple of versions, I think all the way back to JAWS 2020, if you press insert escape, okay, if you're using the keyboard layout for the laptop, caps lock escape, that's the refresh screen. This is a JAWS command to go through and refresh the screen it's using, model it's using. But it also takes a look at your system sounds. And if system sounds is muted, JAWS will bump that up to 50%. So you have sound. It goes from 0 to 50%, and you get, you get sound again, just in case it's not talking. So that's another thing that's, um, that can be very useful. Okay. And it'll bring that up for you. Again, all you've got to do, all you've got to do, is do insert space. So let's move off and look at another piece here. You said insert space just a few minutes insert, ago. You, you said you insert, insert escape. escape. It is totally insert escape. Uh, insert space does nothing it's except layer commands. Which you is hear that? Up. Thank you for jumping. That's all in you there. hear. 
Yeah. That's right, Doug. Noise. <laughs> That's a ping pong ball. It is. Yeah. It is a ping pong. I never know how to describe that. <laughs> ping pong sound is pretty good. Thank you. You're that welcome. Is awesome. You get 10 points. That's a sixth tip. You didn't know you were going to get another tip. <laughs> That's right. From our host. That's right. So insert escape. I say again, insert escape to do the refresh screen. And that's important because you can press insert space all day and not get speech. So you definitely want to get the right one, right? Now let's move on to the layered keystrokes. There are times when you want JAWS, well, you're doing something. You're on a web page. This used to happen to me all the time. There was a time, if you guys all remember, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, it was much more prevalent. You'd go to a web page and they'd have music playing. They'd have sounds going. Um, a lot of pages did this. Uh, they'd go to radio station web pages, and they'd have a live stream of their audio. But it, you didn't ask to have it. It just came up and started playing. Um, I know that there were some some pages you came up, and there was synthetic speech that would play if the person was a blind person who was doing the page, and they'd do some of their favorite things. Um, and that was cool i guess but a lot of times it it overpowered jaws speech so all of a sudden you couldn't function if you didn't have a braille display in front of you uh you couldn't hear what was going on with jaws and you were stuck um sometimes now i'll be doing something and jaws is louder than what i want to listen to if i'm on a zoom meeting and jaws is blurting away maybe i want to hear who's coming in and out of a meeting maybe i want to hear um uh, what chats are being sent so i can know what people are saying in the background via chat I know when I, I do classes, uh, some of you have heard I'm back in college and doing that, and I'm online, uh, so all of us are meeting online for classes, and we'll be in a lecture, and you know the, the students are sending stuff back and forth and asking questions via the chat. I want that there, but I don't want it in the foreground. So we can, we can now change um, either JAWS sounds or system sounds. We can control them independently. I'm going to turn speech on so you can hear this. Full speech. Okay, there's my speech. And let us, well, just for the sake of doing this, we'll pretend that um, I'm going to turn JAWS sound down. We'll do that first. But what you do have to do is you do have to press, here it comes, insert plus space, which invokes the layer command or the command layer. So insert space. Space. And you hear that, that noise, ping pong ball, as you said, pop pip. Now it's waiting for me to give it the other part of that layered command. In this case, I'm going to press the letter V. Volume. Jaws quite nicely says volume. And I have a couple of choices. I can change the system volume up and down, or I can change Jaws volume up and down. So let's, for the sake of our pretend scenario here, I want to change Jaws Jaws volume. All I have to do is press the letter J. Jaws. And it says Jaws. So if I begin to press down arrow now. VJ. 68%, 68%, 60, 60, 60, 60, 60, 50, 50, 50, 50, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 40, 62%. Okay, 62%. Does okay. that feel better? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> now, when we're done with this, all I have to do is press escape. Ping pong. Um, and you hear the little bells there. If I wanted to change system sounds, it's the same exact procedure. Insert space. Space. 
V for volume. Volume. And instead of pressing J for Jaws, I press S for system. System. And it would it would start versus ninety eight percent ninety nine 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 eighty eight. But you're not really hearing anything because Jaws volume is staying the same. Let me go back up nine 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 ninety one hundred percent and escape. Okay, that's kind of cool. I find that really useful when I'm doing things like Zoom meetings, those kinds of things. It, it lets me um, change the volume and make it the way I want it. Okay, and remember, insert space followed by V for volume, and then you can select either JAWS volume with a J or system volume with an S, up and down arrow to make incremental changes, and page up or page down to make bigger changes, steps of uh, 20% and then escape to leave that feature. So that's the first one, but wait, there's more. <laughs> that was a great feature when it came out. Um, another one that's really cool, and I cannot dem demonstrate it here. It, it doesn't, we've tried, haven't we? Um, and it just, when I'm doing Zoom, it I'll figure it out. I'm gonna find a way to demo this, but right now it won't. Um, but the other thing we can now do is split our audio. So let's pretend again that I'm in a Zoom meeting and I don't want to change my JAWS volume and my speech volume. I want to leave them the same. I want to be able to hear them both. Um, or I'm using a, a piece of software that uses audio prompts for various things. I want to hear JAWS, but I don't want to JAWS, I don't want to have JAWS talking over my audio prompts. I can now separate the JAWS audio and our system audio, and I can put them one in each ear. Okay. So I can hear JAWS in one ear, my computer sounds or the application sounds in the other ear. So the way to do that is very similar. I'll take us most of the way there. I press insert space again. Space. Followed by V for volume. Volume. And then I would press the letter B. Balance. And JAWS says balance. And at this point, if I want to put JAWS in my left ear, and system audio in my right ear, I press the left arrow key. And I'm not going to do that, okay, because um, it, it doesn't work. <laughs> it messes up my audio. Um, if I wanted to put JAWS in my right ear and system sounds in my left ear, I would press the right arrow key. As soon as you do that second command, pressing the arrow key to select which way you want this to be, um, the, the, the feature is invoked. JAWS will be placed in whichever ear you want, system sounds in the other. And then JAWS exit the feature. You don't have to press escape. Now, I'm going to do that now because I, I didn't complete the action. If you've split audio, let's say maybe you're playing with it now as we're, we're doing this webinar, and you're like, how do I get it back to being normal? All you have to do is press insert plus space. Space. Followed by V. Volume. B. Balance. And then up arrow. VB. Balance has been restored for all apps. And this, this sounds very Marvel Comics. Balance has been restored. <laughs> so uh, insert space followed by V, B for balance, up arrow to restore balance. Okay. So that's, uh, that's the way to do that. That will let you split your audio. I find that kind of useful depending on what I'm doing. Let's go back to Braille for a minute. Um, sometimes, well... One of the things that JAWS provides, I know VoiceOver provides it, other screen readers provide them sometimes, depending on the screen reader. Um, there are status cells, and it's, uh, in JAWS case, it's four cells. Sometimes it's three. I think VoiceOver does three. I don't use them uh, in VoiceOver. 
But status cells gives you information. Uh, JAWS uses it to tell you what cursor is invoked, whether it's a PC cursor, virtual PC cursor, cursor, JAWS touch cursor. It also tells you your location on the screen uh, using digits. Um, using dots 7 and 8, it will indicate if you're at the beginning of a line of text uh, in the middle of a line. So you could, you could pan left or right if you're in the middle of the line. Or if you're at the right end of the text, panning would move you to the next line, or panning left would move you back to the middle of the line. So you get all of these cues and all of this information in those first four cells on your Braille display. That's very cool and very useful, except sometimes um, people don't want that. I know especially if you're using a Focus 14, maybe using a 20-cell Braille display, I don't know. Um, but folks don't always want those status cells. I know if I'm using a Focus 14, I don't want four of my cells to be taken up with status cells, and I've only got 10 cells left for text. I'm doing a lot of panning then. So there are ways to turn this on and off. Let me show you how to turn off status cells if you don't know how to do that. What you're going to do is press numro. You're going to press and hold the insert key, I should say, or the JAWS key, which if you're using the, the uh, laptop layout would be the caps lock. So you're going to press and hold the JAWS key or the insert key and tap numro number six. So these, these are not the number pad numbers. They're the numbers above the, uh, the QWERTY keys. Okay. So numro six with insert. Zoom software JAWS settings center dialog search box edit control plus E. So I'm in the, I'm in the uh, setting center, but you heard that it said zoom settings. When you open up JAWS settings center, it takes you into a configuration that will let you uh, customize JAWS just for the application that you're in. In this context, that means I could have status cells turned on all the time until I launch Zoom. And then JAWS will say, oh, you did a different configuration for Zoom, and I could make the status cells disappear. Okay. I'm not going to do that. Let's go ahead and press Control-Shift-D, Control-Shift-D like default. JAWS Settings Center Default All Applications. What that does is it invokes the default configuration. That way, these changes are made globally. They'll work for no matter what application I'm in. Um, the changes I make will take effect across the board. So I'm going to type the word status. I'm in, I'm in, this, uh, in this search edit field. So I just typed status. Placement I have of status cells. One of four search results. Well, thank you. I, did, <laughs> I, I have my key echo turned off. Okay, so I hope you don't mind. Um, you heard it say placement of status cells. I'm going to press down arrow. Status. Four search results list box. Placement of status cells left. Advanced Braille. Okay, this is where you want to be. Placement of status cells. And I can actually press the space bar and cycle through this cho these choices. So let me press space. Space. Right. And Two of three. You heard it say left initially. So the status cells are at the left end of the display. Now they would be at the right end of the Braille display. Space. None. Three none. Three. Okay, none. Sorry, sorry for talking over JAWS. If you don't want the status cells, you would press space bar until you reach none. That means no status cells. All Braille cells will be used to show text or whatever content. The next thing, I'm going to set mine back to left. Just, just let me do that. Space. Left. One of three. <laughs> okay. If you want your set at none, you would leave it at none. We tab to okay. Read only edit. 
Use these radio buttons to determine if the informational status cells are located on the left or right end of the... And I'll stop her. You notice there is JAWS help descriptions for these things. <clears throat> Excuse me. So there is JAWS help descriptions for these. So if you are in JAWS Setting Center, you want to make some changes, but you want to be sure that you are doing what you think you are doing, you can always tab once from the control that you're working with, and there is a little paragraph that describes what this function is and what the setting is by default. Let's tab one more time. OK button. There's my OK button. Um, if I had made a change and left it on none, I would have hit an Apply button, which I could have pressed to apply that, but left, but left me in JAWS Setting Center. In my case, I left it at status cells on the left. So I just hit the OK button. I'm going to press space here. Space. Zoom webinar. Mute. Currently unmuted. Alt plus A button. Okay. And I'm back where I was. We're about halfway through. Let me stop and see if there's any questions, and then we'll move on with more stuff. You may now start raising hands. And our first person with a hand raised is. Um, this is Michael from Ohio, and this is just a quick tip for this. This might help with uh, Zoom when you're possibly presenting. If you want to present the feature you just presented, was with splitting your sound from yeah. from like have your jaws in the left ear and your system sounds in the right. Mm -hmm. If you were to log into to a, a Zoom meeting before the room is opened, you want to go to test computer audio, right? And then go to then you want to go to to there's a there's a checkbox that you may want to there's a, there's a few checkboxes you want to check. Okay. First one is uh, music and professional audio show ah. in uh, show in meeting options to enable original sound. Original you want to sound. check that. Okay, and then stereo. Okay. Yeah, you want to, and then it says, uh, um, it, it'll tell you, sure, uh, it, it'll say show in meeting window to enable, and there's a show, there's like a learn more, mm -hmm. and then there's a tab next, which says enable these options when original sound is on, is on high fidelity music mode. Mm -hmm. So you want to check that, mm -hmm. and there's a learn more, and it says, and there's another checkbox, enable these options when original sound is on. Uh, echo an echo cancellation. There's a checkbox for that. And learn more, and then, then enable the uh, when original audio is on stereo. Uh, stereo. Mm -hmm. You want to check that box. So there's a few boxes you want to check. You know that's a good and, suggestion. Uh, that's a very good suggestion, Mike. And as you as you said it, I'm like, oh yeah. I will. I won't do it here now. But I will go play with that because that may be the absolute magic trick. I appreciate that. Very cool. A <laughs> uh, person with 975 at the end of their phone number. Hey, this is Stephanie. <laughs> hey, Stephanie. Um, hey, so, uh, so, so, so why is... Why is JAWS louder than the Braille display? Uh, because um, why is JAWS louder than the Braille display? I don't quite understand the question. Yeah, you said oh. that sometimes the Braille display is a little low. Uh, has a uh, you can't you can't hear as well as you can hear the JAWS display. You were saying something about that. Oh, not not the Braille display, but but sometimes. Um, when you're listening to your, let's say you're 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 running a 
an application and it's using sounds to cue you, or maybe you're streaming some audio and it's not really loud, or you're you're doing, uh, you know, some sort of an MP3 or something. Sometimes that audio is not as loud as Jaws is, so Jaws talks over the top of it, and you're trying to hear. Um, you know, I've got some where I, where I stream classes. And the instructor is, you know, way back over here somewhere talking, and Jaws is right there in my ear. And so I'm trying to take notes and do whatever, and Jaws is, you know, doing its thing uh, and covers up what the instructor says. Now, most of the time I have speech turned off and I use Braille, but not 100% of the time. And so I might want to turn Jaws down and pull it way, 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 way back so it's, it's in my ear and kind of in the background. I can hear it, but it's kind of a murmur. So there are those times when Jaws... You know, covers audio that I want to hear, and so I can turn it down. It's it's not louder than Braille. It's louder than other sounds. And our next person is Paul. Hey, Paul. Paul, where are you? Alt-A to unmute. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Hi, Paul. Hey, Bron, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing good. Okay. Um, I have a tip. Please. for making changes in the setting center like you just did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and of course, JAWS is all about productivity. You want to do absolutely the most minimum amount of keystrokes possible. Absolutely. So what you do is you can change, you change your status cells, press your space bar to get what you want. Mm-hmm. Just press the under key twice. Boom, boom. And you're out. Oh, good point. You know what? Yes, I can. <laughs> my my notes don't do that because I want to walk somebody through if they're new to the environment, but very good point. Thank you. And our last person for the moment is Rich K. Hey, Rich. You're unmuted. <laughs> yeah, I just was wondering, is there, a, I go to some Zoomies and they send chats to people. Is there a way with just keystrokes to, to read those chats or to uh, uh, send a chat to somebody? Um, there's a, you want to hear them as they're being entered, as they're being sent? Uh, or if, if somebody sends me a chat or if I know there's a chat, a group chat sent in a Zoom meeting, oh, I, 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 is there a way that I can read that with JAWS? Yeah. Like keystroke um, or something? You can press Alt-H to invoke the chat uh, box. And then I don't know how many times you shift-tab do you get to uh, to what's been written? There's a there's a chat history, and it puts all of the chats uh, in reverse chronological order. You can arrow up and down and hear every one of them. Absolutely. Okay. And what about if you want to send somebody when you do the same thing? Alt H drops you right in the edit field for for sending a chat. So you type what you want and then uh, press enter. Okay. And then you, if you want to send it to somebody special. Uh, like, okay. Like- yeah. You shift tab. You see a list of of people there. And you can uh, you can check them. I don't do as much of that. If either of you, uh, um, Larry and and oh, I just lost your name, Jeanette. Rich, Rich. I Rich. R- rarely do it. Oh, okay, rarely. so so that's the key. That's the trick. Oh. Alt H. Well, they and they may have and a Alt that. H, and then but there may be a faster way. I'd ask these guys if they because they do a whole lot more uh, Zoom stuff than I do. Anything? I do, but I don't chat much. I'm too busy yeah, doing other okay. stuff. Yeah, I don't. Hey, go ahead, Jeanette. I can okay, tell well, you that. Um, the way it is, is you can do a drop down and you'll see either to everyone or you will see to um, each specific person. people. Yeah. And then you press space to check the person you want. Yes. Okay. I, I was just asking in case it was a faster way that I didn't know about. 
So that's how you do it, Mr. Rich. And David Kingsbury. 3.36 p.m. Sorry. Hush. Hello. Hey, David. Can you hear me? I can. You're good and readable. Uh, Now, let me apologize first. I've had to come in and out of the meeting because I had another meeting that I thought I needed to be in that I wasn't. So if you've mentioned this already, uh, forgive me. No problem. um, I have really, in recent weeks, months, come to appreciate the JAWS um, speech history mm-hmm. as a great thing to use for troubleshooting. Uh, one thing, for example, you were talking now about the chats. If you get to a list of chats and, and the chat when you do the Alt-H, it's pretty squirrely. That's not JAWS' fault. That's just it is. <laughs> it is. You're right. It's the, the, but when yeah, you I, down arrow through, if you actually wanted to capture one of those, um, if you down arrow long enough to hear it, mm-hmm. then you can use the JAWS speech history. Also, I've used the speech history. If Let's say you get some um, error message because your Windows is misbehaving that flashes up on the screen. If you can yes. hear that error message, then you can bring up the speech history and you can copy it to the clipboard. And then you'll have it when it's time to talk to the IT person. So I've, I've found that the speech history that I frankly didn't know much about anything about it till just a few months ago mm-hmm. is a great tool for troubleshooting when you when you actually want to capture the text of whatever it is you're trying to capture. You are absolutely right. We haven't, <clears throat> excuse me, haven't mentioned that yet. It's on my list of things to get to, and you brought us there, which is great. Jaws speech history, in my opinion, for what it's worth, is one of the coolest things that's been added because it will let you scroll back up and 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 re-encounter anything that Jaws has spoken. And that has just been changed from the last 50 speech items to, I believe, the last 500. So, you know, it, it is huge. So let's talk about getting there. If you press insert space, space, our favorite keystroke, right? And then the letter H. Speech history, 3.36 p.m. There's three speech history. And the last thing Jaws said was 3.36 p.m. Um, I just got a time hack from it. If I arrow up. To activate, press space bar. Arrow up again. Mute. Currently unmuted. Okay, Alt plus A button. Thank you. That's the last thing I did. Um, and then up again. Zoom webinar. To activate, press space bar. OK button. Right. Use your reading keys to read the text. At all. Left. Use these radio buttons to determine if the informational status <laughs> cells are located. And there's our paragraph that we read way back when we were playing with the uh, uh, the status cells. So, and you can you can select those selected use these radio buttons to copy it to the clipboard copied selection and as he just said you could share it with your it person if you're on the phone with acme computer agency you're on their helpline and they say well what was that message that you got you can uh, you can you can have it right there in front of you you could paste it into an email whatever you get the idea i'm going to press escape escape mute currently unmuted Alt plus and escape puts me right back into Zoom, and I just happen to be on the, the mute control or the unmute control, that toggle. That is a great tip. I appreciate that. It Ron, already, you have uh, one raised hand. Would you like to take that or go sure. to your next tip? No, this is very stream of consciousness, by all means. Okay, Judy, you should be able to talk. Hi, thanks. Um, So I have a question that I'm actually asking for a friend who could not be here. Ever since she did the latest JAWS update, when JAWS starts, when she boots up her computer, JAWS is very low and very slow. And she says it's kind of creepy. Um, 
if she unloads jaws and starts it again it's fine but when it first starts that you know that's happening so she's wondering if you have any suggestions and why that might be happening great question and it illustrates something that i want to uh, to get to um when and it is the context is technical support um when when somebody wants to to do our technical support you need to be sitting in front of your computer so the steps you can you know, suggestions can be can be taken we can try things out i don't have anything off the top of my head no magic bullet i can give you um, obviously when it boots up it's it's invoking some sort of speech setting that it's doing um it's interacting with something else obviously because if she takes jaws down and reboots it settings come back the way she likes them but talking to her through you i don't have the foggiest idea and i'm sorry to say that because it'd be great to give you a you know a quick fix but i i just there's there's no way for me to know what it can be carla hear me yes, yes you're good oh good okay because i couldn't find the got it button Oh. Anyhow, uh, I there have, isn't one in webinar. That's oh, why you that's right. find it. Okay, okay. I've got a, a tip actually, which is unusual coming from me because there are oh. just cotton balls where my brain should be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I also have a, um, a couple of questions. My first of all, I'd like to compliment you because I love your presentation style. I love that you go slower. And that when we're done doing something, you repeat the procedure one more time right after it in case we've missed something. And I, I, um, could you please take that back to the other people that are on panels? Because this, I've gotten more out of this seminar just because of the way you are doing it. You are great. I, I appreciate that. I'll do the best I can. I tend to try to tell you what I'm going to tell you, then I tell you, then I'll tell yes. you what I told you. <laughs> yes. And, that, and that's a very good thing because sometimes it just goes so fast that you just can't get it, you know. But anyhow, um, I, I have the tip that I have is sometimes, and um, this used to frustrate me a lot, I'd be writing an email address and I'd go along and only let me write so far and then it, the JAWS won't speak and it won't write anymore. And a JAWS trainer told me that there's some weird thing with gaming that sometimes um, it'll invoke that when you hit a G oh. and it doesn't always happen. And so when that happens, exit JAWS, you know, unload it, mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, all that for go to JAWS and unload it, then do control alt J or whatever your hotkey is, load mm -hmm. JAWS again. And that problem goes away and you can continue with your email. So I don't know if that has been resolved in the new JAWS, um, but which, which email app is this that you're using outlook okay so with i have never uh, are you on the are you on are you on outlook's web interface or are you using uh Just, office? Um, office office 10 oh so. office oh office 10 okay so you've got an older version of office i have never encountered this but i will i will take it back um we will i, I will tell you right now we will probably not fix if if it is a JAWS issue and not a, a Windows issue, we probably are not going to fix JAWS for Office 10. Okay. Um, the All most right. people have moved. And I say that not to be mean. Um, it's just we we have only so few, you know, so many people hours to to throw onto problems. Um yes. you know, so they, they tend to prioritize. Yes, and that, but um, it Ron, happened to her in 365. And the other quick question that I had was yeah. um, sometimes when I open a, a, an email, there's mm. it, it's silent. There's nothing there, and I do Control-Alt-J, and nothing happens. And I wonder if, if, if you know anything about if that's ever happened to anybody or what I should do. 
not off the top of my head, what you'll want to do is call our technical support folks and let them walk through that with you. That way they can sit there with you one-on-one and see what's happening, right? Um, that would be my suggestion. Tony Balu. Tony. Hey, Ron, how you doing? Good. How are you doing, my friend? Doing good, sir. Excellent. I think I can help Judy a little bit. Ooh, um, okay. I had the same problem that she's talking about wow, that, her okay. had, that her friend had. And uh, if she goes into, I believe it's where you can select the different, where you can select voices. Okay, so so you're going to go into JAWS options and then voice options? Right, and you want to go okay. into the, you want to go where you can select your different voices like the uh, real speak or I use, uh, what am I using right now? Vocalizer expressive. You go into one of those and you can choose one of those voices mm-hmm. and it will reset. And it will speak properly because mm. I had the same problem with Neo speech and NVDA and Jaws. I was using Neo speech with Jaws for a time, and Neo speech gave me that same problem where it would speak very slow, and sometimes okay. it would be a, f- a female voice or a male voice, and sometimes it would be in either Spanish or German language. So <laughs> I had to. <laughs> so let's oh, let's be sure. Fix? I, I know. Let's be sure we tell Judy to tell her friend that your fix is in the context of Neil's speech, just in case we don't want to frustrate her. Good. Thank you, Mr. Tony. I appreciate oh, that. You're welcome. Not a problem. Okay. Not a problem. Okay. And Jennifer, do we have more folks? Uh, we do. Just one okay. moment. Chad, sure. you should be able to unmute. Okay. All right. Can you hear me? Okay. I can, yes. Chad. You're good and readable. Go ahead. So I have also come across the issue where JAWS is low and slow at the, the startup. And wow. what I've found um, to help me and other people that have helped is if you re- uh, run the JAWS startup wizard again, mm-hmm. okay, it and set it up, I mean, with all the settings that you're wanting, speed and everything, that tends to to fix that problem as well. Okay, Judy, have her run the JAWS startup wizard and just go through the steps. Uh, this is new to me, Chad. I appreciate that. And Christina. Okay. You should be Hi. able to talk. Hi, You're unmuted. Hi, Ron. This is Hi. wonderful. Thank you so much. I have, well, I have two things. Mm-hmm. Two tips is for when you're doing JAWS and it doesn't speak to do the the Windows command and R type in the version that you're using to get it to start. Good to start JAWS from the Windows Start screen. Yep. Okay. And then Narrator, Microsoft Narrator. Mm-hmm. If it's not talking, the question I have, I know um, I've been finding with when you're going on to let's say Facebook and you're looking at the links mm-hmm. of a post, there's all these different numbers that JAWS is. Is, oh, Facebook is super busy. Their UI is, I use the mobile version to get rid of all. <laughs> it's just busy. Go ahead. So how do you get rid of that? Is there a way to get rid of it and not using the mobile? Because I, sometimes I can't get the mobile to work. And I think I am in the mobile anyway that I selected. And I have all that gibberish before you can get to the actual link. Is there a way to? I'm going to answer this in two ways, okay? The first is I'm a very weak read to lean on because I use the mobile version. I do mobile, what is it? Mobile.facebook.com. Just to, mobile. Just to, 
Yeah, mobile. Uh, sorry, M dot Facebook dot just the letter M. Okay, I tried that. I'll try it again. Maybe it, it, it works for me. That doesn't mean it's what you want. You may want the richer interface. Now the the I don't know. I'm I'm not a big you know Facebook. Um, normal big Facebook fan using the, the normal version of Facebook. Um, I do believe if you go into JAWS help, so insert J and then, you know, Alt H for help and, and dig, go to help topics. I mm-hmm. think if you dig on down through there, there's a section on Facebook. Okay. The other place is if you go to freedomscientific.com slash training. Okay. I'm pretty certain within the last year, our super duper training department has done a webinar on using JAWS with Facebook. Okay, perfect. So that's not really a JAWS issue. It's more a Facebook issue. Oh, it's a very busy screen. There's all kinds of stuff going on there. Yeah. JAWS is reading it because it's there. (laughs) Okay. And I think if you use H for heading, you can step from person to person to person. But I don't do a lot of that. All right, Ron, you have about 11 minutes left and you have no raised hands. Okay. So let's, let's, um, I was going to, I I will mention something. I won't go through the steps on how to fix it. Uh, A very rare thing again with, with, uh, with JAWS and Braille is somebody will manage to get into JAWS settings and turn on Braille sleep mode. Um, and so it'll look like your Braille comes up. It all powers up, but there's no Braille input from the keyboard and controls and no Braille output from your Braille display with JAWS. And there is a tiny possibility you've invoked Braille sleep mode. So I'll mention it. I'm not going to walk us through the steps. Um, I want to talk about calling tech support for a minute and contacting tech support. And, you know, you need to be a registered user of the product. They, they're, they're pretty good about somebody just dropping in with short questions. Um, but, you know, we, we do want you to own a product that you're getting technical support for. And you can reach technical support in, in several ways. Obviously, you can call them. Okay. But there's an online, there's online help. There's a website. Um, and you can get a number of pieces of information. So you just go to www.freedomscientific.com and you arrow down once you've opened up our page and you'll see it says support menu. And all you have to do is press enter or space on that and it, it expands that menu. It's collapsed. Okay. Arrow down and the first item there, there's a link to technical support. You can press uh, enter there. And there's a number of things you can do on that page. There's a knowledge base that you can search uh, by product and you can find information that's already posted. You might want to dig through there and learn some stuff. You can submit an RMA, uh, sorry, you could submit a tech support request, you know, and there's a form you fill out, write your problem. They get back to you via email. There is the email link that gives a support address. So you can send an email without doing the form. Uh, so there's some options on that web page. Even the phone number is there. <laughs> um, you know, you can call them, of course, at 800-444-4443. When you call that number, you're going to get the ever-popular automated menu. Okay. So you're going to follow the prompts to reach the tech support staff that you want. You're going to call the 800 number, dial 2 for tech support, and then listen. Because there's a separate number for hardware, for software, for our low vision stuff, for Zoom text. So listen to, listen to that, uh, those prompts. When you call tech support, you get them on the phone. Please, please be sitting at the computer that's having the problem if you've got a software issue. And I, I say this 
in in the most um, uh, I want to communicate to you how important it is. Um, you know, when you call tech support and you're asking a question and, and maybe you're calling from I've had this happen. You know, I've 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 done some support calls and uh somebody will call and they ask the question and you start to ask questions, you know, what what's the computer? How do you do it? Let's let's see what your computer does. And they say, Well, I'm calling for work, I'm not at my computer. <laughs> you're it's done. There's no easy way unless it's such a very simple question. You know, and if they give you suggestions, there's no way to for you to try things and see them happen. So have that there. Be prepared to give them some information. They're going to need your product serial number, right? Um, product name and version number that you're using so they can know how to give you the right support. They're going to want to know the type of computer hardware you're using. And of course, this is for software, right? Software version of Windows, uh, the exact wording from any messages you might get and prompts and one of the things that's really important to know, and this is a hard one, okay, I've been on the other end of this where I'm having the problem. One of the questions asked is, what are you doing when the problem occurs? And for me, they normally get, well, I'm in Word, I'm in Excel, and I'm just going along, and this thing happens. And they'll say, well, what what were you doing? What steps were you taking? And that sounds like a hard question when you're just rattling along through your day. But if they have the steps to reproduce the problem, they can start digging at it right away. They also want to know how you tried to resolve the problem if you did, okay? If you're calling about hardware, you're calling about your Braille display, you're calling about some low-vision product, you might have magnification device. Same kind of information. They're going to want uh, the name, the model, the product serial number. If this device is connected to a computer, you're using your focus with a computer as an example. Uh, what computer or other device is it connected to? So computer, iPhone, Android phone, iPad. Um, you know, what were you, what's supporting the device that you're using if it's not a standalone device? Um, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, again, software version on the device you're using. Um, if it's a Braille display, you might want to know what the firmware version is because features, you know, change as you're updating your stuff. And again, what messages did you receive? What were you doing when it happened? Uh, those kind of things. All of that helps our tech support folks assist you and do a good job. Okay. I want to look a little bit at uh, just some help on the fly. I like to bring these up. I like to talk about them because they are instant friends. Some of my best friends, if you will, are these keystrokes. So let's talk for a minute about getting help on the fly. The first place, and, and some of you know these, I know it. Okay, so bear with me, but there are some folks who don't know these. The first place to look is for JAWS hotkey help. and JAWS provides a number of hotkeys um, that let you perform, uh, you know, a variety of commands. And uh, these commands can be performed anywhere in Windows, but some of these commands are specific. They're available only in specific applications. So, for example, if I'm in Microsoft Word, there's going to be hotkey uh, commands that are available in Word like go to the next bookmark, uh, go to the next heading, uh, create a heading. There's these commands that are going on um, that if I'm in Excel, they're not there. Okay, I, I can't do the same things in Excel. It's not a word processor. So some of the JAWS hotkeys are different. You know, in, in Excel, I want to be able to set up cells that I monitor, up to 10 monitored cells. Can't do that in Word. So there are hotkeys. And if you want to know what hotkeys are available to you, when you're in a specific application, 
Okay, what does JAWS allow me to do? You press insert, press and hold insert, and press the letter H. Insert and then H, okay? And JAWS will give you a list of hotkeys. They'll show up in the virtual viewer, okay? And there's a whole list of these, and you can use up and down arrow to read them. So you will hear, go, go to bookmark, uh, you know, go to headings at level one, whatever. Um, create a list of headings for the page. And each one of these has a link, okay? So if you go, oh, that's the command that I need, you can press enter on it, and the command will immediately be invoked, and you'll be taken out of that list, okay? The contents of this list can be selected, any one line or the whole thing, and you can copy it. So if you want to build your own cheat sheet, you can do it. Copy the stuff. Paste it into a document somewhere. Press escape to exit. It'll take you right out of there and right back into wherever you were working. There's a similar command. It is uh, insert W. Think of it for Windows hotkeys. And that's because Microsoft and other software manufacturers sometimes embed shortcut keys right into their software. There's a bunch of them in Windows. In fact, in Word, I mentioned Word a minute ago, and in Excel. Microsoft has included a bunch of shortcut keys that are there for all users. It's not just JAWS users. Insert W will give you a list of those commands. Again, you can read up and down using the up and down arrow keys or the rocker bars on the front of your Braille display. And you can, you can see all those commands. The difference is, is that Microsoft did not include a link to invoke each one of those commands. So you can't just whack enter on them and make them happen. You have to remember what it is. Press escape to exit the results viewer, and, and then you can invoke those commands. Um, so you can, though, copy and paste them, and again, create a cheat sheet. So you can mix and match in your own document if you want to. Okay. The last thing you want to know about uh, is the JAWS command search engine. If there's a command, you can't remember what it is. I'm notorious for this, by the way. If you press insert space, remember our old friend, and then the letter J, You'll be put into a search edit box. You can type in the name of a command. For me, for a long time, a very long time, it was trying to remember if I wanted to to echo something. I wanted to say line, say paragraph, say whatever. And I, I always defined it incorrectly. Well, what's nice is all I have to do, let's say I type, I don't know, say. And I can't remember the rest quite right. Um, I can type that. And the as I type S-A-Y, um, the first result will be spoken. Once I finish typing the commands, this is just like a web page, just like doing a Google search. So I type in the edit box. I can invoke the PC cursor or I can tab and it'll move me down into the list of these results. And so each command, um, it's on the first line uh, of a little block of text. Each one is its own heading. So you can press H and shift H to move between the commands. If you've got a Braille display connected, a focus Braille display, let's say, if there are Braille keystrokes for those commands, they're included as well. And each one, again, has a link. You can invoke the command by pressing enter on it, or you can remember what it is. When you're done, press escape, put you right back where you started. Okay. So that about completes our hour. I believe, let me yeah. kick it back to Jennifer. Speaking of done. 30 seconds. No, we have yeah. less than that. We have less than that. I still have more stuff in my notes. We could almost, almost do this again. Yeah. Son <laughs> of. But we're done. Yep. Thanks, Ron. Good Thanks, stuff. Thanks, everybody.